So uh, that happens in, in, in our conversations, in our presentations, mm-hmm. in our communications a lot. So being aware of the frameworks, how to open, how to close, how to deal with that mountain, valley, peaks, all that journey in between mm-hmm. is, is, is crucial. And the better understanding you have, have of that, the more powerful you'll be as a communicator. Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. I'm your host, Jody Krangle, and this podcast will discuss just how sound influences our behavior. I generally talk about this in the context of advertising and marketing, but there are other places this is important too. I really feel that it plays a much more important role in our lives than maybe we realize. So let's delve a little deeper. This is the second part of my interview with Robert Kennedy III. We've sort of danced around this a little because you you mentioned it depends on what the other person needs to connect with you. Um, Do you have like a method or something that you use to determine what that other person might need from you? (laughs) So the the, the best way, well, the best way is, and this this sounds simple, Uh but the best, the best way is asking. Okay. What asking do you, what questions. Do you ask? I, I, <laughs> well, it's so. I mean, the questions that you ask, especially when you start up with people, you you find out where they are mentally. Mm-hmm. You find out what is what is happening with them. And so, one of the questions that I a simple question. It's I say, hey, what's going on in your world? Uh-huh. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, instead of saying how are you doing mm-hmm. to people, often. I will ask what's happening in your world or what's going on in your space? What's going on in your world? And they'll say, oh, yeah, you know, things are good. This is happening. I just did this. I just mm-hmm. did that. And so when they start with that, I immediately begin to listen. OK. I immediately begin to listen to kind of get a sense of, OK, where are they energy energy wise? Mm-hmm. Where, what What's happening with them? What are they open to or what are they willing to share with me right now that can give me an insight or some clue as to, you know, their, 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 I don't want to say their level of desperation, but how, (laughs) how, how connected they are to certain, to certain situations in their lives. You know, what's, what's happening with them that is driving them right now. Yeah. And I guess it, it gives some insight into what's important to them in the moment as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Interesting. So how do you feel that people could increase their communication skills? Definitely asking that open-ended kind of a question mm-hmm. is one of them. Do you have other methods that you use? <laughs> so I just I just hinted at one. Yeah. And a big part of communication is is the flip side of the talking. It's the listening. <laughs> yes. You know, how how can you listen more? How can you listen more? And you listen more by being interested by being curious, mm-hmm. you know, one of one of the things that you a, a phrase or a two word phrase that you can use in communication as you start some some conversations where you want to dig a little bit deeper is I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious, Jody. Where did you get that shirt like, <laughs> that that you're wearing? Or I'm curious, Jody. What 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 is it about that color that mm-hmm. caused you to choose? To, to, to wear th- that that particular outfit. What do you mm-hmm. like about that? Sure. Yeah. They're good questions. And yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> so so re- yeah. Mm-hmm. So really it's about you exploring your own curiosity. Mm-hmm. 
and, and becoming or living curiosity that is going to help you become a better communicator because you're going to learn more about people. You're going to learn more about just little things about them and, and what they want, what they desire, things that they may be doing unconsciously. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right. But they didn't think about it until you asked them that question. I mean, has that ever happened to you where where you you're kind of somebody asks you a question, you're like, you know what? Hmm, I do do that. I, I I never really noticed it or I never thought about it until you just said it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, asking questions is, is huge. Mm -hmm. And then shutting up and listening <laughs> to the answers yes. is, 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 is even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is there anything else that uh, that people could do? I mean, that's that's a great tip right there. Basically, mm -hmm. intentional listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, what have we said so far? We've said listening. We've said asking great questions. Yes. Um, the other thing that some that people can do to really become even more effective communicators is paying attention to power zones okay. or, or the time of day, because there's I'll give my my marriage as an example. Mm -hmm. There's some times of day where it's better to talk to me. <laughs> than others okay <laughs> right there are times a day where my, and my one of the things that my wife and i have had to learn is how to reach each other in 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 those zones of our day my wife is so i talked about me being the extrovert an introvert my wife is the total opposite okay <laughs> she's 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 an extrovert and, and she drives her energy from being around people mm-hmm Right. And oh, so this time's got to be hard at on the her. End, yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. she's like that. And she and she wants conversation about certain things. At the end of the day, I'm kind of like, Shh. yeah, you're I, ready I, to I, go away now. I, 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 I want to read my Kindle and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And so we've had to learn that thing where, you know, we meet each other's needs but we've had to also be aware of some things and had, have conversations where I've had to say, okay, babe, I, I know that you want to talk. Mm -hmm. Can you give me 10 minutes to finish this chapter? Or, you know, can we, can we do this in 10 minutes? Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, all right, cool. <laughs> right. And so, yeah. you know, but she also knows that, listen, it, it, and maybe it's cause I'm getting older, but once it hits like eight 30, nine o'clock i yeah i'm 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 not so that's not my zone that, that, <laughs> that's 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 not my time you want to talk okay hit me up at 10 o'clock on a sunday morning yeah yeah so when you mean power zones when you're talking about power zones you mean yeah. times of the day is that what you're times of the to? day okay. times of the day when when you tend to be more energetic more productive more open mm-hmm Right. And for me, for me, mine is probably from about 930, 10 o'clock to about 130 in the afternoon. If I need to do things that are important mm -hmm. in my life, if I if I need to have important conversations, if I need to have conversations where I am, where you know, it, without a doubt, I'm going to be fully present. Mm -hmm. That that that's that's my time. Once it gets to about four, five, yeah, my the distraction element kind of creeps in a little bit more. Oh yeah, and I have to work harder mm -hmm. to communicate more effectively at those times. So pay play to your power moments, yeah. your time that 
Mm-hmm. You are best functional. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. With with uh, with my husband, if I try to talk to him in the morning, that's just not happening. Right. <laughs> it's just uh, exactly. I've learned this. This is like, do not talk to him in the morning. Let him mm-hmm. like do what he needs to do in the morning. And then we can sort of like meet at like, you know, nine, yeah. nine. <laughs> we can like <laughs> nine or later. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess everyone has like a different time of day that is better for them for focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. And I think it probably has a lot to do with what time you get up and what time you go to bed. Well, it, it does have something to do with that, but it's 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 a personal thing. Oh, yeah. As well, because, for example, the other day I got up at three o'clock in the morning. OK. I got up at three or three thirty because, well, I had to do some work for a client. I had I had to add a presentation mm-hmm. and I got up early to prepare for that. So I get up and at about 3.30, my son comes downstairs. Oh. And he's, and he's like, hey, daddy. I said, what are you doing up? He said, oh, I <laughs> saw some light coming from under my door. I said, your room's upstairs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just, I just saw some light. And uh, I kind of felt internally like interrupted. Mm, yeah. I felt like, why is anybody else? This is my doggone time. This this is this <laughs> yeah. is my why is anybody else in 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 my space mm-hmm. at this point? You know why why is I why, much less was anybody trying to talk to me <laughs> right now? It's right? three thirty in the morning. <laughs> right, right, yeah, right. But I would not feel that way if I you know slept late until like eight or eight thirty, and somebody I got up then and somebody tried to talk to me at nine o'clock. I'm like, okay, cool, mm-hmm. that's fine. You know, so it didn't have as much to do with when I went to sleep. It's just kind of there are times of the day where I'm just naturally more open to conversation <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and productivity than others. So I've got to be aware of that. And if you happen to notice and recognize that in others, then you can use that not just to your advantage, but you can use it to have um, greater conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I guess people are more focused at that yep. specific time that's good for them. Yep. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> good tips all around. <laughs> we could definitely use those tips. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I wanted to uh, also ask you, because um, getting back to the audio branding part of this, um, yeah. you had mentioned that you suggest some apps to the mm-hmm. people that you teach. And I'm, I'm curious as to what tools you're using for wow. your, okay. your teaching. Uh, maybe that's a complete um, 180 here, but... Um, no, 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 that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I'm curious because uh, I think people do intentionally want to learn more about how to be a better communicator and you're teaching leaders how to do that. So as yeah. an extension of that, what tools do you use to help them be better at doing that? Well, from a technological perspective, sometimes as as leaders, you want to be aware of things like filler fillers mm-hmm. in your speech. You want to be aware of pacing. You want to be aware of energy. You want to be aware of how you come across to to people who you, who you are transferring information to. And so, one of the apps that I recommend for people is an app called Orai O R A I which allows you to track some of those things. If you record 60 seconds or you record three minutes or five minutes into it, it'll do some analytics 
and send back to you the data of the usability or the the, the tone or the energy mm-hmm. of your conversation. It'll point out filler words, but it'll also point out how you can improve or en- enhance certain areas of your speech. So that's a good one. If you're more interested in just in just looking at fillers and and space and pace of your speaks. There's another one called UMO, <laughs> U U M M O, that 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 people can use, and there are quite a few different things that you can use. Otter.ai also is is a is a is an AI that helps to with transcription, mm-hmm. but it also helps kind of keep you on track with with, with your speaking. It it helps with the What's the word I want to use? Understandability. Okay. Of, yeah. Of of your of your speaking. So there are quite a few apps that you can use to just equip yourself and to be even more aware of of becoming more effective in your communication. Sure. I'm sure it's a huge wake up call too if you get one of those reports back and you don't like what you see. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, the the goal is to not like what you see. Yeah, you, we can yeah. all improve. <laughs> right, right. Wow. <laughs> I got to try one of those. Yeah. I, I am convinced. I would definitely not like what I saw. <laughs> and that's okay. And that's okay. I mean, I think when you probably, when you first started doing voice acting or if you, when you did your first class, your teacher probably didn't say, oh my gosh, Jody, you're so freaking amazing <laughs> and you're perfect. No, <laughs> right? no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it's, you're good. You're good. But here's a couple of things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still coaching. Yeah, I will be coaching until the rest of my life. Like, I I don't think I don't think we ever stop learning. Um, And I think that's one of the great things about being a coach, because I'm sure when you coach people on this kind of thing, you learn at the same time that you're helping other people learn. Absolutely. It's funny. I was, as I mentioned earlier, I was a high school teacher. And one of the courses that I taught was physics and physical science. And as I taught it, there was a, there were a couple of times where I was teaching a concept and I remember thinking, well, geez, why didn't my teacher teach it like this? <laughs> I feel like I totally didn't understand it until now. Yeah. <laughs> right? Wow. So it's yeah, you, you definitely do continue to learn and and get different perspectives and and different. You break things down differently as you begin to teach it. for ways to improve your company's or podcast's impact? You'd be surprised how powerful the use of an intentional audio branding strategy can be. Want to know more? I have a free downloadable PDF that gives you my five tips for implementing an intentional audio strategy at voiceoversandvocals.com audio-branding-strategy. That location does ask to put you on a mailing list just to send you updates on when the new podcasts come out. But if you really don't want to give your email out, I understand. Just contact me directly. My email is all over my website. And I'll make sure you get that PDF without needing to sign up anywhere. If you do sign up, though, you also get access to a resources section called The Studio, where I have videos, white papers and PDFs, discounts from my guests, and snippets of audio from my guests that no one else gets to hear. So maybe it's worth your while. Totally up to you. And of course, if you're looking for voiceovers, you can get in touch with me about that too. Now, back to the podcast.
And as a public speaker, what what have you learned lately? I'm curious. Is there anything that you've learned lately that you didn't realize mm-hmm. wasn't you know you you didn't realize you were doing it, or or there was some revelation you had that? Well, one of the things I like to do is I like to break down speeches. Okay. And I have learned and recognized frameworks. Ah, okay. So it's kind of like patterns. I, as a musician. You, 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 I play the piano. Piano is one of the instruments that I play. Mm-hmm. And people who don't play music just kind of look and they see all of these keys mm-hmm. on a piano. And they're like, oh my gosh, how do you know which one to hit when? And in my mind as a musician, I'm like, well, there's only 13 notes in the octave. Mm-hmm. And they go in a repeatable pattern the entire time. Yeah, one, one set is higher, one set is lower than the other, but it's a repeatable pattern. And it, it's, it makes sense to me, mm-hmm. right? And so there's this framework that I'm working within when I'm playing music. And it's the same in, in speaking. Effective speakers utilize frameworks in order for connection with their audience and frameworks from a vocal perspective as well mm-hmm. in how you do certain things with your voice. And it's not just random. And when it is random, people notice and, <laughs> yeah. it's, and, and it's referred to as rambling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Guilty as that's, charged. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. because these people are just talking. They're mm-hmm. not using public speaking frameworks. They're not using storytelling frameworks. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think about it like this. Imagine if you went to a movie and the, the, the movie played the end first. <laughs> Why sit right? through the rest they, of it? <laughs> right. They played the end first yeah. and then they kind of went backwards with it. And, and there's some movies that play, they do flashbacks, but they don't give you the climax first. They don't no. give you the problem solving part of it first. Wasn't they there a movie? You, it was called Momentum, I think. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. they started with the ending. <laughs> but, yeah. But you had to understand it by watching the rest. <laughs> right. But, but they yeah. still gave you, there were some moments at the so, but they they didn't end with the beginning, mm-hmm. right? They started with something close to the end, and then at the end, now you understood and you kind of got uh, a wrap up, yeah, in some ways. But they don't start with the wrap up and then never come back to it, yes, right? Or they don't start with the end and then okay, I'm gonna go to the beginning. Hey, let me just give you that conflict <laughs> section like yeah. right after, so you can't really <laughs> connect them. So there's a framework. That, that is used when you speak, when you tell stories, when you communicate, and, and that utilizing those frameworks makes it, makes it easier to do certain things. And so, yeah, those are some of the things that I've discovered and learned as I've grown as a communicator and a speaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure storytelling is a big part of that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, as a musician, I'm sure that the the whole, I mean, I know that I use this in voice acting because mm-hmm. for me, the patterns are notes and beats. So yeah. when I'm looking at a script, I'm looking at the notes and beats of that script, you know, subconsciously. Um, yes. To me, that makes sense. There's a pattern there. And yep. and I'm sure it's the same when you're doing public speaking and, and storytelling. There's a pattern there that that you recognize and can communicate to others, which... Yeah, I mean that's yeah. The... Well, you you literally can draw a waveform mm-hmm. in public speaking if you wanted to do that, and it's kind of like going up this mountain. You're you're climbing the mountain, and you're 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 bringing people up to this this peak, 
And when you get them to that peak, everything is not downhill, like straight downhill from there. Mm -hmm. It's still, you kind of go down a little bit. And then it's almost like at the end, you kind of come back up again because you want to leave them inspired. You want to leave them on a high. You want to leave them engaged and like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. I want to move into action because of that, Mm -hmm. right? Because, and, and there's some things that kill speeches in that a speaker might do a very good job of opening and they take you up this mountain and they get you to the climax and they do a terrible job of closing or landing the plane. Right. And so that entire thing is, is, is lost. I, so I, this, and this is, I'm a pastor's kid. So there's a funny story that I tell sure. uh, that there was one time there was a pastor who came to our church and he did a really great sermon. He, he delivered a really great sermon in 15 minutes and then he spoke for 45 more. Oh, <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. Right? So, so uh, that happens in, in, in our conversations, in our presentations, in mm-hmm. our communications a lot. So being aware of the frameworks, how to open, how to close, how to deal with that mountain, valley, peaks, all that journey in between mm-hmm. is, is, is crucial. And the better understanding you have, have of that, the more powerful you'll be as a communicator. Going a little deeper into that, I'm curious now as well, what was the mistake that that pastor made? Like when they told the great sermon for mm-hmm. 15 minutes, what was the last 45 like? Like what did what did they do that that made it not quite so compelling? <laughs> well, so and, and, and it's funny. It wasn't like a boring thing. Mm-hmm. It was they that last 45 wasn't connected to the first. It was kind of like using trying to use emotion and energy only to hype up the audience. Oh. It was kind of like using the energy. But in the beginning, you told a really poignant story. Mm-hmm. You, you led me to a point or a lesson from that story. And then you showed me application and how I can use that in my life and then some steps I can use. And then after that, we're, we're, we're done. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're really done. You don't need to talk anymore. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And so they just kind of kept talking and it was like at, as, as they got close to their hour, you could see that they were just kind of jumping from point to point and they were having trouble closing because they'd missed the opportunity way back then. So what's a good close? And it depends. It depends on the, what you are trying to do. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to inspire your audience? Then, yeah, leave them with a quote, leave them with a statement, mm-hmm. leave them with a story, leave them with something that's going to inspire them to action. Are you just trying to inform your audience? Are you trying to get them to understand data? Are you trying to get them to understand information? Then at the end, okay, great. Now that you've got this data, what are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. Are you going? Are we going, going to start a new project? Are you going to apply this information to a current project that you're working on? You know, mm-hmm. so it's really it really depends on what it is that you're trying to impart to your audience and what is it that you want them to do. So there's not one good close. It's, yeah. It, yeah. It, it just really depends. That's great. Yeah. Well, purpose is, of course, you know, you got to know what your purpose is. <laughs> yes. That goes yes. back to what's your why, right? <laughs> We've connected it. Yeah. <laughs> We've connected the dots. <laughs> okay. That's good. <laughs> so what is it that you're uh, working on right now? Are you, uh, Like, I know you've written a ton of books and, you know, mm. you're doing coaching and, and you're helping people with public speaking and what's on the agenda right now? 
Well, right now we're working on putting together a summit and conference. We were initially planning a storytellers conference. Your story deserves a stage Mm -hmm. is the title of the conference that we were planning for October of this year. But because of COVID-19 and quarantines, we're, we're shifting a lot of things. And so we're looking at how to deliver that and shift that to a virtual conference. Mm-hmm. And so we're in the process of that adjustment and, and what it looks like. You know, is it going to be one day? Is it going to be over multiple days? Is it going to be four hours, six hours? How, you know, how does that look? So mm-hmm. that's, that's what, that's what we're working on right now. Also finishing up a couple of books there's a book that i'm the book is done we're just waiting for the cover to be finished it's called find your voice 28 secrets to speaking up Ooh, um, okay and so i'm gonna get that one it, <laughs> yeah so so that'll be out shortly we just got back the the internals from the from the formatting guy and so we're waiting for the cover to be done and then we should have that up on amazon within the next four weeks or so great yeah yeah fantastic and how can people find out more about you if they want to look you up on the web? I'm easy. I'm easy to find. <laughs> RobertKennedy3.com is my website. And I'm Robert Kennedy 3 the number three on all social media, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah, Robert Kennedy 3. That definitely does make it easier. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, you have a, another book as well, 28 Days to a New Me, right? A yeah. Journey of so Commitment. Mm-hmm. A Journey of Commitment. So that, that yeah, that book was written in 2013. Okay. We released a second edition of it in 2018 mm-hmm. because there was a university that wanted to use it for a program. So we, we created a second edition. The second edition is actually now on Amazon. We created it for the university, but we didn't put it on Amazon until this year. Mm-hmm. So it, that that's up. There's another voice, another book called Seven Ways to Know You Were Meant to Lead. Mm-hmm. And that was that was in 2017, 2016, 2017. Sure. So yeah, so those those were the two two major main books that were out, and we've got a few others in the works. We're working on one now called The Five Habits of Confident Communicators. And so that's another good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll be finished up with that one. Uh, probably later this year. So mm-hmm. maybe not, maybe release on that won't happen till spring of 2021. But yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck with all of it. Wow, that's a lot. And uh, I hope the virtual <laughs> conference goes really well. I'd like to hear more about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll share more about it within the coming weeks. And yeah, hopefully you can be a part of the be be, be a part of the conference. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks yeah. so much for talking with me. <laughs> You're very welcome. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, why not tell a friend about this podcast? It's available on all the usual outlets. Until next time.